yes yes Ita We are learning more languages We are internalizing ancient wisdom hidden knowledge forbidden intelligence for they only gave north americans english spanish and french there was a specific reason slaves in north and south america as well as latin america weren't taught latin we were taught slave tongue so in turn we will learn all there is to learn be your own hero the lips of wisdom are closed yet the ears of understanding get the true gift The lips of wisdom are closed, except to the ears of understanding. The lips of knowledge are closed, except to the ears of overstanding, understanding, and understanding. Knowledge comes from multi-angles. It is multi-faceted. So let's break down the trinity of knowledge. Past, present, and future. Salvete omnes. In order to review, let's first learn a simple question. Quid facis? Based on what we've learned, we can already guess two things about this question. The first is that quid is a WH question word, just like qui, which we saw in the first proverb. And the second word looks like a verb conjugated for to. The key word to help you understand this verb is factory, because it means do or make. And if you haven't guessed it, this question is, what do you do? Or, what are you doing? Latin doesn't distinguish between these two forms because there is no ing conjugation in Latin. Can you guess how to ask, what is the male student doing? Quid discipulus facit. Try to say, now he is reading. Remember, you don't need to say he. Nunc legit. Legit can mean either he reads or he is reading, depending on the context. Now ask, what is the male teacher doing? Remember, this is a weird noun. Ask, what is the male teacher doing? Remember, this is a weird noun. Quid magister facit. Answer, he is teaching. Docket. 
It's crazy how economical Latin is, right? Let's change it up a little. Ask now, what is the female student reading? Quid discipula legit? Easy, right? Now be careful with the answer. Say, a letter. Epistolon. Did you remember the M? Even though we're omitting half the sentence, the words still need to be declined in the proper form. Can you remember from the last lesson story how to say, Rome is the best? Roma optima est. It's like saying, Rome is optimal. Not all question words begin with a QU. Try to guess the meaning of the next sentence. Ubi est Roma? Where is Rome? Try to ask now, where do you live? Ubi habitas? How about, where is the farmer working now? Ubi agricola nunc laborat? It's a little easier than English since we don't need to rearrange the words as much. And do you remember what the next sentence means? Wallo hic habitare. I want to live here. The verb meaning to want is irregular. Try to guess the meaning of the next sentence. Ubi habitare vis? Where do you want to live? For yes-no questions, we simply add the suffix ne to the first word in the sentence. For example, studesne? Are you studying? Dormisne? Are you sleeping? Try to ask, are the students drinking wine? Discipline winum bibunt? Notice that we also add a rising intonation at the end of the sentence, as well as any. It's kind of convenient that any comes first, though, since it indicates that the sentence is a question. This way you're not surprised at the end of the sentence. We can also start the sentence a little bit differently. Look at the next sentence. Nonne agricolae laborant. This nonne is a combination of the word non and the suffix ne that we just learned. Adding it to the sentence is like asking, the farmers are working, no? Or, the farmers are working, aren't they? Sometimes it's also translated as, surely the farmers are working. Ask, you're reading the book, aren't you? Nonne librum legis? One way to say yes in Latin is itta est. Itta means so, so this literally means it is so. Kind of cool, huh? In the next sentence, I'm sure you can figure out the new word from context. Itta est, dicit agricola. Yes, says the farmer. The words diction and dictate are derived from this word. We will start seeing this now in the stories when there is quoted speech. Let's review giving and the dative case now by introducing a new declension. Militi aquam do. This sentence means, I give the soldier water, or I give water to the soldier. You can see the connection to military, right? It's not so clear though in the nominative case. For example, 
miles agricolae gladium dat. The soldier gives the farmer a sword. This word is our first third declension noun. Beyond the first declension, the noun declensions become more annoying because the nouns are more irregular and there's overlap among the endings. For example, when we say to the soldier, we use the form militi. Can you remember what skipuli means? Adding e to the second declension nouns, like skipulus, is like adding an s or an apostrophe s. So it signifies the plural or the possessive, as in students or the student's book, for example. And how do we say to the male student? The skip below. So we have agricolae, the skip below, and militi. Another third declension noun is phalis. You recognize this word? The word phalis is where we get the term feline. Remember this word for the story. Here's a sentence with only third declension nouns. Miles feli carnem dat. The soldier gives meat to the cat. Can you see the connection between carnem and carnal? They both carry the meaning of flesh. Now say, I give the book to my friend. My is understood. Amico librum do. We will look at one more third declension noun in this lesson because it will be in the story. The word moose. This is another animal that has a connection with phalus. It's a mouse, right? But when it's an object, it changes to this. Phalus murrem edit. The cat eats the mouse. But don't worry, they'll be friends in the story. Let's try to say, we eat and drink. Nos bibimus et edimus. We're ready now for this lesson's story. However, there's one word you might not be able to guess. The word ende means then or after that. It's used often in stories for narrating sequential events. So we're going to be seeing it more now in the stories. Felis ad siluam ambulat, quod amicum desiderat. Nonne ic sunt amici, dicit et in siluam ambulat. Felis murem videt et mus felem spectat. Dende mus fugat, sed felis keller est et murem consequitur. Did you guess the last word? It has many meanings, but here it means chase. We can remember it by thinking consequences chase our actions or follow them closely. And keller is related to accelerate. So as you probably guessed, it means fast.